And welcome back to Exploring the North Shore. This is a long-awaited, long-planned series of episodes that we originally started planning into like late 2019, and something in particular kind of delayed us in early 2020 when we were originally going to do this. Bet you can't guess what that is. <laughs> and now, finally, three years later, we have made the long journey down to Duluth to start our North shore brewery guide so for everybody out there who's a big fan of like these small scale breweries that kind of offer some fun gimmicky things this is going to be the guide for you originally i was going to put the whole thing into one guide but we have literally so much material from this that it would be a three four hour long episode (laughs) so rather than making you sit through that much in order to hear the parts you want to hear, we're going to break it down into a series. So part one is going to be Canal Park Brewing and Blacklist Brewery. Uh, We picked these two simply because this is the order in which we met with the breweries and we interviewed them and we did beer tasting, tasted food if they had that offered. And so that's simply the order we are going to go in because it's easier for me to edit things like that. I wanted to make a quick note about the sound quality in this upcoming part. We do have some new microphones that we are still kind of learning the ins and outs of, but what these microphones do is they cancel the surrounding noise. And what we have found in editing this podcast is that the surrounding noise then kind of becomes a bit of a, like there's a lot of music and people laughing and people talking, and it sort of turned it into a beat almost. So in the background, you're going to hear like, like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to make the sounds, but uh, you will hear noises and I've had to up the audio a little bit just to compensate for that. We do apologize. We were in the actual places. They were in business. There were other people there. There were puppies there. There was all sorts of stuff happening and there was music. And in order to not get a copyright ding, we did have to make the music as indistinguishable as possible. So I do apologize, but I think it came out pretty good and I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that the kind of weird background noises don't interfere with it too much and you get to enjoy this because we learned some fabulous things about these two breweries. So to kick off the North Shore Brewery Guide, here is Canal Park Brewing and Blacklist Brewery in Duluth. I'm Jay. And I'm Martha. And this is Exploring the North Shore. Uh, To start, let's just say the timeline of this recording was the last weekend, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday of March 2023. So as you are hearing this, the things you're hearing, the beers available, the activities coming up, things like that are all pretty much relevant to 2023. And they may change depending on when you're actually hearing this episode. But uh, the first place we went was, of course, Canal Park Brewing, located in... Canal Park. (laughs) Wild, right? Who would have thought? What a great name for them to not only describe what they do, but where they are located. So we are going to hop into our interview, beer tasting, and food tasting at Canal Park Brewery. All right. Good morning. Yeah. (laughs) Drink it before 11, <laughs> drink it before noon. It's 11.19. You wouldn't have it any other way, right? You know, it's Sunday. It's a weekend. <laughs> that, that 
That only applies, I think, on weekdays. It so. never applies. <laughs> this, this is the Lewis. We're it's like every you're always on vacation here. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and say who you are and what you do. Um, my name is Chris Harrison. I am the marketing manager at CPB. So um, I always tell everyone that I have the, the most fun job here because I get to do all the social media and we do some ad stuff. We do um, patio parties and we do events, tasting events. So um, for me, every day is pretty much an adventure and um, just, just having fun and, and selling beer and, and uh, pushing, pushing the brand. So right. good, yeah. And tell us a little bit about the history of Canal Park Brewing. Yeah, so this the the footprint that we're on was an old Zenith Springs building back when Canal Park was just kind of a junkyard and a shipping yard. And so when the the land was purchased um, and they they set up to, to build the brewery, there was a huge environmental impact for cleaning up what was underground because of all the waste. Um, so the family actually won quite a few awards for that just that cleanup process, and then. When we built it, we added things in like steam and solar power that would obviously help out. Um, but um, within the property here, we have some expansion and some things. Um, we also have the hotel next door um, that the, that the uh, management company owns. So um, lots of room to grow there. And it's been 2012 when it first opened. Okay, I was going to so, ask that, 2012. Um, so. Yeah, so 10 years. This is technically, well, we would have had our, we would have had our uh, 10 year anniversary last year but with the, with those couple of covid years it just didn't seem like it was that because yeah. you know but um but we're back now and we're building it back and um we just had a box fest party yesterday and so um we'll drink a few more of those today and yeah <laughs> <laughs> but good and so we talked about the bach but yeah. now what's what other would you say are like the signature beers of canal park brewing yeah so we we, we kind of have our, our flagship of beers so we have a north coaster uh of so a light American lager. It's 3.5. We do that for a reason. We sell a lot of food here. People just want our super light beer. Mm-hmm. And so, and since we don't sell Bud Lights or Coors Lights or any of that, um, then we just make our own light beer that people can take. So, um, Stone Surf IPA, uh, Nut Hatchet um, Brown Ale, or sorry, um, it's a Nut Hatchet Brown. Uh, Hank and Dab's Pale Ale we have, and then we do have um, a let me double check. Not on there. Our, sel- <laughs> our seltzer is pretty much like our our um, our, our top five. Um, so it used to be a champagne seltzer. We're changing it to um, took out the champagne yeast, and now it's just going to be like a regular seltzer. But we're bringing in more purees to mix with it. So um, right now we do things like mango, uh, lingonberry. Um, but um, <laughs> for the summer we are bringing in a prickly pear. Oh. So we can kind of get funky like um, like Tapa Chico and like White Claw and some of those. So we'll, and then we can also use that puree for cocktails too. So um, we always have like one. We always have like three or four things we can make out of one, you know, type of thing. But the other biggest news that we got is we just did our order for uh, fruit for summer because the summer we bring out um, fruit puree beers. Um, so we just ordered blueberry for a. Um, I think we can probably talk about it. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do a blueberry lemonade ale. So and we ordered double blueberry for this one so that it's gonna be nice and strong. Really it's gonna be purple too. So oh, it's gonna be purple. Yeah, it'll come out a little bit. It'll come out purple. Um, it's a drink. And that yeah, <laughs> a purple drink. Um, 
we uh, we are gonna have that ready for all pints north. So at the at base rock. So that's okay. uh, last year we did a goza for that, um, but this year we're going for that and we're playing around with some some naming conventions like what we want to name it and how it works. And so we have a couple of good ideas out there, but we'll do the same um, as last year we did uh, our our woodland strawberry ale. Um, so we we'll get we bring in a ton of strawberry for that. Our pe- uh, we're doing a peach kettle sour again. Um, so we're bringing in lots of peaches for oh, that. Peaches. Yeah. Oh, it went so good last oh. year. It was so good. <laughs> I need to come back. <laughs> and then, um, well, for Pride last year, we did uh, a cherry bomb. And what we found is that the cherry was really good up front, but it didn't last as long as we wanted to. The beer went quick, but so we're we're going to double that recipe to get more cherry. And it had vanilla in it last year. We kind of, we're taking that out because it just wasn't there. So that cherry bomb is going to be extra. Super cherry. It's going to be super so, yeah, bumpy. It's, so we, we we found that we could do the fruit beers very well. We just wanted them to be more flavorful, and because people were very receptive to the ones we have. And then we'll also have the lay case for the summer, which we can't. It, we go through barrels and barrels wow. a week, just soup like so fast. It's crazy. We can watch the gauge on our cold storage go down <laughs> during the day. Wow. Yeah. So it's fun. <laughs> That's awesome. And then uh, you serve some food. So what would you say is like the signature pieces of your menu yeah you know a lot um i would say that the signature on our menu there's a couple burgers that are always going to be there a barbecue burger with um with a barbecue pork on the burger uh, we always have walleye or some sort of uh, walleye offering or whitefish in the summer the whitefish comes from cornucopia wisconsin which is really close okay. so it's, it's deep water fresh whitefish it's very tasty fresh and, local, and so like it's it. fresh and local and we get it it sells out within a day it's just a, a delivery of whitefish and it's i mean if you haven't had that here it's fantastic always our reuben is fantastic uh the the, the staff does a great job with that corned beef recipe and um Right now, we've been doing a lot of weekly specials. We just jump back and forth and try things, and we we use those tr- those those time periods to test for the next menu. So we um, we'll have our next menu change come out in around May. Okay. So the specials that we've ran for the last few months, we say, all right, which one of those were good? What do we want to add to the new menu? And then just kind of adjust with kind of our mainstays always being on there. Always something different on our menu here and something different on the specials. So even yeah. if you've been, definitely come back again. Oh, absolutely. It's a different experience. Yeah. I like that. And, and the beer cheese is always going to be the same. So if you had it five years ago and you love it, it's going to be the same beer cheese today. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, do you have any vegan or vegetarian options? For- yeah, we do have those on the on the menu. Um, there are some gluten-freeze on there as well. Okay. That's probably one where we can do some expansion, but... We definitely have offerings. So there's well. there's something a, for everybody. And a full kids menu. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. family friendly. It's yeah. a nice yep. open restaurant. You've got a beautiful outdoor seating space, but you already got the fire going. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, so right now it's kind of just that in-between season where obviously you can see behind me there's still lots of snow. Mm-hmm. Um, it took us about three hours just to get it to where it's at to have a party yesterday. Oh, no. Um, but... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll bring in more seating for the summer. We also um, are bringing in brand new umbrellas um, that are made from sail material, so um, with, with super heavy bases, so we won't fly away. Um, so we'll get a whole different look on the outside. It's going to be very yellow and very um, lake feel for that, so expanding out of that a little bit. And then, um, so as we kind of work through the, this mud season, um, we'll slowly start putting furniture out so people can sit as those days get warmer. and Because the snow <coughs> may not be done. <laughs> yeah, right? 
Yeah, it's we're in that time now. It's mud season. Yes. So. It's like we get snow, it melts, and it's muddy, and you're like, okay, we're getting close to the end, and then more snow, and then, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so. The cycle of spring up here. That's what we're left with, so that's why we have good beer. Yeah, and I know you had live music last night. Mm-hmm. Is that something we do every week? Yeah, so right now we're doing uh, Thursdays um, with one of our local talents, um, Pete, um, PT Heights. He was here last night. We brought up a couple. Um, uh, we wanted to throw a party yesterday, so we brought a couple rock bands that were um, – that um, Pete has known and played with before, so it was kind of like a little friendly reunion, and we shook the walls here pretty good. It was loud. Um, we had fun. Uh, I'm still maybe recovering from a little bit of that fun. But, um, it is 11 o'clock in the morning. So. Yeah, yeah. So doing the live music, it's, always, it's hard for us to do live music in the summer inside because it's really busy, but we have plans for expanding a little stage outside so that we can definitely bring in, keep the music going. It keeps people on the patio, keep bring people off the lake walk. I mean, who doesn't want to have a little music with their beer, especially in the summer? So. And, you know, this is a podcast, so you, you can't see this, but I'm going to describe really quick. We have these huge floor-to-ceiling windows. We are looking out at the lake walk. If the snow pile wasn't there, I could probably see a lot more of the lake, but I can see a, I, I see a peekaboo of it right now, even with these massive snow piles. Yeah. So you've yeah. got lake views. The lake walk is literally steps away, and there's just people today walking on it wearing like sweatshirts and i think i saw one guy wearing just a t-shirt so. well there were some shorts out there yesterday we actually yesterday when we were setting up the patio we had a wedding or we had a um a proposal right out on the rocks the best part here is all you know people walking their dogs and we have a very dog friendly patio and we work with a lot of the local companies for dogs yesterday we had pj's rescue here um and they had one dog that was adopted yesterday at our event so and so oh, there's always puppies. Yeah. Going um, to the bar to drink, leaving with a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like something yeah. I would do. Well, my favorite part about it is when I go out there just to take pictures, I just get to pet them all. You know? yeah. So, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So yesterday I had... Um, were there puppies? Oh, there was. And then people even that just came who were staying around, because a lot of the hotels around here are also dog friendly. Um, they just bring their dogs over too. So there was a, a 10-week-old Labradoodle. It was a brown chocolate one, and I I was just trying to find a way to bring that thing home. But I think um, I see a chocolate lab right now. <laughs> <laughs> the two the two girl the family uh, the family of four two little girls and I said oh hold your puppy ah, zero oh, zero <laughs> yeah I'll say okay that's the kid okay. that's yeah. kid logic and, 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 yeah and then the dad's like oh she's ten weeks old I'm like okay zero yeah kid logic works yeah it did I was I knew exactly what zero meant so it was perfect and do you host any like annual events or like activities that happen just every year you know for us um we're we're kind of building back to that annual mm-hmm. part where we decide so um, one of the first when I was on board with uh, the marketing team last year, we did kind of an Oktoberfest, which we hadn't really done before. So we just went, we decorated the whole beer hall German style. And um, we had a very, very good Oktoberfest beer. Um, and we did a mug program just like this one, where basically um, we design a mug specific to the beer and specific to the, the fest. So like the October mug was a little taller and a little bit bigger, a bigger handle, more of a stein. Like more of a stein, yeah. Yep. And then like this one here, it's more of a thumbprint mug, which is, which is fairly appropriate for Bach type of events where there's an incentive. Historically in Duluth, the same things happen almost every single year. You can count on it. So for us just to, um, to jump in on those and decide like kind of what level we want to participate, how much we get into. For us here, 
is um, the downtown council, and there's a canal park group too that just focuses on tourism and what people are doing. So, for instance, like this week, there is a archery, uh, high school archery shoot. So that fills up a lot of people. Um, but it's always something bringing people in. Like last weekend, it was. Um, women's hockey championships oh, yeah, yeah. and the deck. Lots of your very yeah. close, your walking distance for the deck essentially. Yes, absolutely. So, and then anything that happens downtown. So, summer times, um, concerts all all came back last year, and they're all back again this year. That's one of the best parts about. I think we're in a normalizing. I think yeah. we're back. Yeah, like, yeah, we are. Is, yeah. We are. Yep, it would definitely back. Yeah. So it feels good. We're back at everything's at full production. The beers are top quality, and the the fun, the atmosphere is all there in downtown Duluth. So, yeah, we're excited for for summer. Excellent. All right. Well, this has been Canal Park Brewing Company, right in Canal Park. You can't miss it. Big brick building. You've got your uh, what's what's the big tank called? What's it? Oh, outside. That's yeah. grain storage. Grain storage. Yep. So you've got the big grain storage out front. Absolutely. So yep. you know right away this is a brewery. Absolutely. And yes. And I tell everybody it's basically it's your first left turn at the light when you get into Canal Park and we're right there. So yeah, stop Make on it by. your first stop, grab some drink, walk the lake walk, go see what is going on over at the DeWitt sites and yeah. just enjoy a day on Canal Park with uh, Canal Park Brewing Company. All right, cheers. So, cheers. So, thank right. you very much. You're welcome. All right, we have our flight from Canal Park Brewery. Martha, go ahead. And we let, we let her choose for us. I knew that I wanted to try their cider, but I let her pick the rest for us, and I think she did a good job. We'll mm -hmm. see. So she gave us the Hank and Dabs Pale Ale, the Nut Hatcher Brown, uh, their Mimosa, which, what did she say, was pear? No, no. The pear cider. I don't remember what she said about the Mimosa, but then she brought us the pear cider also. So we have two beers and two kind of more cidery, cidery. ones. Fruity ones. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Uh, we also have, okay, so again, we still had the two beers that we had earlier, and we also were brought, um, what was what was this one? That the one North Coaster the Light. North Coaster okay. Light. So North Coaster Light. So we have tried basically five beers and then two, like, not beers. So let's... Yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the Hank and Dobbs. I am gonna do the pear cider. Okay, ready? Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, this one's very hoppy. I like it. You can really taste the pear. And it's not too sweet. Okay, I'm, gonna try I'm it. really big on not really sweet drinks right now because they give me a really bad headache, but this is really good. I like it. Oh, it, you're right. It's good dry pear. Right? Okay, Ooh. now I'm going to try the one you had. So you have the Hank and Dabs. Hank and Dabs. Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. That's if very you're a, If you're a beer person, that is a that's beer. That's a hoppy beer. All right, so next round, I'm going to try the Nut Hatchet. And I'm going to try the Mimosa. All right, here we go. Ready? Cheers again. This one's a lot more mellow. Again, very... It's, it's obviously a beer, but... I like this one if you're on the fence about beer. <laughs> what do you think? You have a little face going. I'm trying to figure out the flavor. So mimosa is typically... I really want to say it's apple, but I just got bubblegum flavor, so do hold not on. trust. Do not trust you? Okay. okay, hold on. I'm going to try the mimosa. I'll try the nut hatcher. It's orange. Orange? Uh-huh. 
it's definitely um I feel I feel I feel I'm tasting a citrus. Yeah, this is a definitely more I wouldn't say watered down, but definitely not as coffee as the first one. Yeah. But still good. So I'm gonna say my favorite of the beers is the Mud Puddler Maybach. I I am really partial to the, the North Poster Light that you brought us. See the Maybach is like kind of fruity, a little hoppy. It's These a two on the darker. are my favorite. Okay, I'm gonna try this. The North Poster Light American uh, Light Lager, and then yours. I love that both. Yeah, I I, I also really like the pear cider. Yes. I mean, it's all. There's nothing that I would complain if it was handed to me and said, yeah, kind of was. A lot of yeah. these were like, here, try this. And we're like, yes, I like it all. If I were to order on my own, I would. <sighs> See, I'm but I'm very, the cider. I'm not picky with my drinks like that. So that is a really good cider. I am super excited for these summer beers they have coming up. Yes. That blueberry lemonade sounds amazing. So good, and the cherry cherry pop was that what cherry? What was oh, it that was came a cherry that? bomb. Cherry bomb. It was Thank a you. cherry bomb. I am definitely coming back this summer and yes. going to try these summer brews because I got so excited for them. But yes, Canal Park Brewing, I, I'm i impressed. I'm very impressed. Everything is good. It is. I'm excited for food. Food's coming out next, so <laughs> when it gets here, we will tell you all about that as well. Uh, the food has come. It has food already has arrived, come. and that was fast. It I feel like we fast. just ordered. So we have the cheese carrots and the Brussels sprouts. So for the purpose of this episode, we are just going to be getting some starter food so again he said the signature food here was like their burger their reuben uh we are making multiple stops today so it's a little heavy for us so we're just gonna bite right into our brussels sprouts and our these are massive brussels sprouts martha's chewing pretty good you have to dry the brussels sprouts hold on i gotta finish chewing (laughs) wow wow Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Get the Brussels sprouts. I'm gonna I haven't tried the cheese curds yet, but um I'm blown away by the the Brussels sprouts are the tastiest thing. There's like a zingy aftertaste to it, like almost spicy, but not spicy. Like if you're afraid of spice, don't worry. But it has like a kick to it at the end. I I see what you're calling a kick. Because for me that's nothing. I know, it's not I'm not saying spicy, but like I see, yeah. There's a taste you get at the end that, like, like lifts it up. Likes. I think it is red pepper. Actually, I think there might be red pepper in here. Oh, yep, there we go. Oh, that's red pepper. These are amazing. All right. I'm going to give the food an A plus, too, because mm-hmm. these are probably the best Brussels sprouts I've ever eaten in my life, and I've had some good Brussels sprouts in my life. I really like the, I think they cook it in soy, mm-hmm. the type of soy sauce. Not yep. like a soy sauce, but... Soy sauce tasty. Like it's um they're not sweet at all. It's definitely salty with a bit of a like peppery kick. Mm-hmm. Alright. So this has been Canal Park Brewing. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This podcast episode is sponsored by Cascade Vacation Rentals. They know that life has a tendency to be overwhelming at times, and busy schedules often leave people feeling overwhelmed and disconnected. 
That's why they're here, to offer you the space and opportunity to reconnect to what's important. Cascade Vacation Rentals has one of the largest selections of privately owned vacation rental homes and cabins on Minnesota's North Shore of Lake Superior, from Duluth to the Canadian border. Their team is there to help you and your family or small group enjoy a vacation you'll remember for years to come. Visit them online at www.cascadevacationrentals.com. Again, that's www.cascadevacationrentals.com. So after we visited Canal Park Brewing, we walked across a overpass that neither of us knew really, well, we'd never been to. I didn't know it existed. You had never walked over that particular part. But it leads from Canal Park to downtown Duluth, where our second brewery is located. And this is Blacklist Brewing. So if you are familiar with downtown Duluth at all, it is like kitty corner essentially from the Fond du Lac casino. Yep. In fact, we went into the casino because <laughs> we had about, we had a six o'clock axe throwing uh, schedule. So we had a little bit of time to burn between the two appointments. So we went into Fond du Lac. I sat down at one machine. I put a $20 bill in. I hit the spin <laughs> button and I won $65 cash out and walked away. So that was fun. Uh, we then went to Blacklist Brewing with uh, some extra cash in our pocket that we did spend there. <laughs> but this now is our interview and beer and seltzer tasting with Blacklist Brewing. Oh, yeah. We also went axe throwing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, we are at a brewery, and it's open, it's active, there's music playing in the background. We do not own the copyright to this music, but here we are at yeah, Blacklist Brewery. <laughs> so here we are at Blacklist Brewery, and we have our flights in front of us, and they are the most beautiful. We have been, I'm not even, I'm not even one of those, like, Instagrammer people who insists on taking pictures of everything, but I saw that, I'm like, I need the picture. It is, the colors, like, the, we have a flight of seltzers, and we have a flight of beers. The beers are all, like, this, these warm, orangey, yellow colors, and then we have our seltzers that are all, like, these deep reds and light like almost pastel pink and peach colors almost it's definitely a very like masculine feminine looking thing i yes. love it a lot <laughs> okay let's start with the beer so we're gonna come over here to our beer we have something called the it's i i can't see the oh beer. cran it's so like, he said it was their signature beer mixed with cranberry so you yes. go ahead and try I'll, first. I'll go first i love how it gets loud the minute we start recording I know. there's there's quite the rowdy crowd, but hopefully this is sounding okay. So, oh, hold on. I like that. It's not like hoppy. It is, but it's not. And then it has. Oh, I thought the bitter taste. I thought the aftertaste was going to be bitter. It's not. And then it rounded itself out. And yeah. It's very mellow. Oh, that is. Good. I like it. All right, number two is a dill beer. This one I am excited to try. Dill. It sounded the most interesting. Here we go. She's okay, it. I'm one who has to smell my drink. It doesn't <laughs> smell like dill. She is a wine connoisseur who's enjoying some beer flights. Oh, sideways head tilt. It. Okay, you don't get like a strong dill taste. What I taste is like if you get like dill flavored um sunflower seeds 
like the dill powder on them, like that aftertaste in your mouth with like the seedy flavor. I don't taste dill at all. I don't taste a whole lot, but I actually like it. It's very light. It is. Yeah. All right. Up next is a sour, and we are told it is the equivalent of a key lime pie slapping you in the face. In the face. The sourness. So it is a sour, and it's key lime. It definitely smells like key lime. Holy crap. (laughs) It's like smelling a pie. Oh, oh. Oh, that's a face. That is sour. Oh, that does. That does smell like key lime. Okay, here we go. It tastes like it too. And they have the sour on point. He wasn't kidding. It's definitely the sourest I was sour. Gonna, I, ooh, right? Hello. I was going to make fun of you for the face you made and for overreacting. <laughs> and I'm sitting over here trying so hard not to make the face. No, it's sour. Mm-hmm. It is so sour. It's good, though. If you are into sour things, I just spit on you, Martha. I'm sorry. If you're into sour... Oh, hold on. <laughs> I took another sip, and I, I gotta... I gotta ride it to the end. Give me a second. Okay. It's good, though. It's really good. I would definitely order that, because, you know, it would take you a very long time to drink it. Yeah. You can't It's a surprising that, right? flavor, but not a bad surprising. And this last one is called Finally, and I believe he said it was a pretty hoppy beer, if I recall correctly. I think it's an IPA. It smells hoppy, that's for sure. Okay, so we're getting the hops going here. Oh, yeah. Oh, hoppy, hoppy. That's a hoppy beer. Mm. Mm. Wow, that is very hoppy. Yeah. Okay, so... What I'm, what I'm discovering so far is they don't go small here. They are go big. Yeah. Like everything is what it should be and definitely taken to that level. The only one I'm I'm not tasting what it's supposed to be was the dill. Yeah. I didn't taste it. I, I get the very aftertaste and it's very, very faint and I can tell that it's there. But yeah, it's a very, very... Very faint flavor of dill at the very end. Yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to the seltzers. They do have THC and CBD seltzers, but they are not a part of the flight, so we did not get them. But instead we got, uh, let's see, we have the blue basil, strawberry lemon mint, a hibiscus, and a root beer. So quite I am the most excited for the blueberry basil. Blueberry basil. He said that's kind of their number one top seltzers. So I'm going to start this round. So I'm going to start with the blueberry basil. That is lovely and refreshing. I taste the basil more than the blueberry. But it's refreshing. Especially if the really happy beer. It's weird because you taste the basil but like it's, it's like not overwhelming. sweet basil. Yeah. Okay. That's so, so weird. Hooray for that. Now we're going to move on to like, the Like, I taste a pesto, but a sweet pesto. Yes, like a sweet pesto. Yes. I'm like, I don't know if you can hear this, like I'm, like, <laughs> all your mouth noises. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, like, clear my palate. I don't have a palate cleanser palate, with me. A palate cleanser. A palate cleanser. <laughs> a palate cleanser. <laughs> Um, so I'm just trying to clear the basil because yeah, the basil lingers for a while and it's not bad. It it's not bad. Good. All right, now we're moving on to the strawberry lemon mint. Here we go. It definitely okay. smells like strawberry lemonade. 
you go through every flavor at a different time. It's wild. For me, it started with strawberry. Yep. Then I hit the lemon, the lemon, and then you hit the mint at the end. I haven't gotten the mint. Oh, it's 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 lingering on my tongue. Tongue. I think I'm still stuck on basil. That's why I needed a palate cleanser. <laughs> okay. Um. Sorry if I held the mic really close when I made that super creepy need a palate cleanser comment. This one's gonna be gone. All right. Smells like sock water, but it smells like sock water, but <laughs> does not but taste. But it tastes like it. really good. Okay. All right. So final taste here. Again, apologize for the sound. It's loud. But um, last one is root beer, which I'm kind of excited for. Here we go. Oh, that is very good. Oh, it tastes. How about, all right. We just finished our. Can we take this with us? All right. <laughs> exactly. Got it? Yeah. All right. So, last one, root beer. Tastes like root beer. Uh, yeah, tastes like root beer. It's a tasty root beer. I'm still just kind of blown away from the hibiscus. And now, our uh, axe throwing experience, which is what Blacklist is known for. Oops. Our, is what Blacklist is known for is open. We are going to head over there now and we'll be back in one minute. Here now with Ray from Blacklist. Tell me a little bit about Blacklist, like the history of it. It hasn't been around very long, has it? Uh, we actually started in 2012. Oh, okay. Uh, so real small package. Uh, a couple gentlemen from the Brandon Baxter area, Brian Schausenbach and John Moss started it. Um, started off as more of an artisan ales, a kind of Belgian-inspired type brewery, so a lot of sour reds and bigger, higher ABV type beers. Um, and then that transition went from the initial, initial location to an old ambulance garage up here on 2nd and 2nd. And that's where we kind of started getting into the distribution side of things. So uh, everything we made and distributed was in uh, 750 milliliter bottles, like the big wine bottles. Um, which is traditional, what you see with barrel-aged beers, um, big sours, um, high-gravity beers typically. It's kind of what people are using the vessels. So we sold a lot that way. We self-distributed to all the local uh, liquor stores and some of the bars around here. Uh, and then in 2016, we brought on another business partner named TJ Estabrook. Um, and with TJ, we were able to acquire uh, a location, an actual tap room. That was our first tap room, which is at 120 East Superior Street, which is about a half a block west from where we're at now. Um, so that's when we started doing more of the canning of the beers, um, kind of getting bigger into the distribution, signed out with the distributor, um, started spreading out throughout Minnesota at that point. Um, and uh, we stayed there until uh, May 18th of this last year. 
And uh, at that time, we were starting to build up the space here. Yeah. Um, biggest thing that we had was that we needed more space for brewing. So demand was coming up now with distribution. We spread it to Wisconsin at that point. Oh. And needed a bigger location that could fit more brewing tanks and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this location became available to us. Uh, so we got a bigger brewery, about two and a half times the size of what we had before. And along with that came a much larger tap room. So. Nice. And um, we are currently standing in the axe throwing room. Can you explain how axe throwing came about? Um, so it basically it came about from uh, we're doing sales and distribution in Wisconsin. Uh, and uh, there's a place called Axe in Milwaukee. And that ended up being kind of a, a stop, basically, uh, when we were down there doing distributing. Because you know, you're down there for a couple of days a week. You don't really know anybody down there trying to find mm-hmm. something you can to find your time was so that kind of came along and um so we got the idea we had the space in our old location it was kind of a back room it was in an awkward spot it was basically just some tables and some board games and stuff it was kind of an underutilized space um so we decided that we could start trying to do axe runs we built some lanes went to the city for some permission after we got the lanes built <laughs> you know how you normally do things yeah, yeah. and uh and it just kind of took off like initially people were a little bit obviously leery when you're combining beer, alcohol, beer right? yeah um and it was unique to this whole area we were the only one north of minneapolis at that point um so kind of brought it on it, it literally exploded from that oh, point yeah. forward so it was like okay so now we're starting to get Requests for bigger bookings, larger groups, and the space that we had again just wasn't conducive to doing large parties. You get about 18 mm-hmm. people back there, but you were pretty tight, pretty yeah. tight and yeah. away from this the people is, going. But this is lovely. We were pretty pumped about this when this came about. <laughs> so like we had two different options. It was it was either this spot right here or our event space that you can rent for like you know weddings and the big corporate parties and stuff, which I can show you guys later. Um, that space is bigger than this, but you know kind of the same idea. Wanted to have something that was. A little more visual when you came in, so it's mm-hmm. not it's not impeding things that are happening. Um, yeah. You run the tap from noise wise. Um, yeah. Believe it or not, it's kind of a noisy sport, but um, <laughs> in the old location, and nobody knew really what was happening. You could see the people sort of, but you could just hear thump. Yeah. Thump, thump, oh thump, yeah. Like, <laughs> this so, you walk in, and it's right there to your left. Yep. Yeah, yeah and we have the garage nice doors open in the summer. People walking by, you always know like there's always something happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, and then we just did a flight of what your bartender told us was kind of the signature um, beers and seltzers. What would you say is either the signature or your personal favorite beer and seltzer? Port of Belgique has has been our flagship, um, and that's definitely one of the reasons that I started. I came here actually from Castle Danger in 2017, so that was one of the beers where I was like, okay, this is... This is awesome. (laughs) And you know what I mean? There's, there's, you know, breweries in Minnesota that do a lot of Belgian-style beers, but... You know, again, it was kind of one of those unique things. And it's something that we've continued to hold on to primarily because, you know, uh, market demand wants the hazy IPAs and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, the more niche stuff, like getting into more of the barrel-aged sours, that kind of thing. There's a few breweries that are doing but not a lot. And mm-hmm. so that was, we had to kind of tweak things as we grew, you know, to make it more relevant for the market. But that one we've always hung on to, and that's, to me, that's that's our beer. So. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I... I we had the one mixed with crayon, so that that yeah, version so that's of the, beer, the cranberry version of that. Yeah. Similar yeah. recipe, yep, but it's fermented with cranberries. Yeah. And I, I will have to say, everything that was like he was like, oh, this is a hoppy beer. It was a hoppy beer. This is a sour. This was definitely a sour. I mean, yeah. it was. It's almost like you didn't go small. You go big on the flavor, and it was so good. Like everything yeah, I think, was so good. And that's the beauty of the you know the list that we're able to run here. You know, and I keep going back to the old location, but the old location had ten taps. Um, 
And it's easy to have 10 beers on tap, but you really want to have something where you're kind of broad spectrum. You have something for the you're the entry level, I'm yep. a bush light drinker. You have those beers, <laughs> yeah. you're like, okay, I've been doing this a long time. I really like these big, piney IPAs and those types of things. So, I mean, our list that we have now is so spread out and so broad, which is awesome because we have something literally for anybody. It, yeah. I not don't know how I'd be able to pick one. I'm glad we got the flight because, yeah, I couldn't pick. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the flight. The flight is a great option, too, because that really gives you an idea of, Okay, so you can kind of see what you like, what you don't like. Yep. Um, you know, all the breweries that are doing these things now, it's, it makes it a lot more fun to go out and like, you just do five ounces at a time and you don't have to have, oh, I got to drink 16 ounces. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And Blacklist does not serve any fruit. You are. So, we do, um, so because of our license, so we're a distributing brewery, we, uh, all of our stuff happens through the Department of Agriculture versus the Department of Health. So, from a legal standpoint, we can do fresh food. So I can eat up a frozen pizza, which we have great frozen pizzas from Kettle River here. Um, we also have big fat German pretzels that are made at a local oh. bakery, which actually took over our old location. Oh, nice. So Blue's Bread, we have big fat German pretzels with beer cheese that's made by one of our friends with our beer. Um, so those are the things that we do. We're also able to bring in outside food. So if you have, hey, I'm going to sit down to like the people that are just going to pizza luce here. So, yeah, yeah um, okay. Definitely an option. It's definitely easier for us on yeah. that standpoint. Yeah. I would rather support a local business and do that kind of thing instead of taking over, uh, you know, and kind of have everything here just be ours. It's nice to be able to support other places. Luce has our beer on tap. Yeah. Blackwater delivers. They have our beers. Yeah. Um, you know, that really makes it a lot easier for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's great. To know you can come here and almost like everybody get what they want from wherever they want. Yeah. And then, or you bring order together on one thing and drink really amazing beer and play some great uh, axe throwing, which we're doing right now. Axe throwing, board games, all that stuff. So like it's, you know, again, it's one of those things you want to have something unique. We also want to have something that, again, everybody can do. Yeah. Yep. You know, this is, uh, you know, partially limited from a family standpoint because we only allow 16 years okay. up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just for our insurances. It isn't that we don't yeah. think. Younger people could do it because it's definitely yeah. happened before, but um, yeah, but the 16 and up does help because you can still come over your family, hang out, have a good time. Yeah. You know, we have all the normal health options as well. Yeah. So, like, there's even ice cream now. It's a new thing for us. We're, for some reason, selling ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> have you started making beer floats yet? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we have a hard root beer seltzer that we serve oh, with yeah, the ice cream. Oh, yeah, that's Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, in the summer, I'm sure there'll be other options to plan. Hopefully, the summer will be to have a slushy machine, too. So, we'll be doing some oh, kind of fun seltzers and stuff. Nice. Like that. You should do it like a THC slushy. I, it's definitely an option, but we can't put it on tap. So, oh, that's okay. where we kind of struggle with that. That makes yeah. sense. Okay, yeah. that does make sense. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Ray. And we're going to get playing and take some videos and pictures and share with everybody. This has been amazing. Sounds thank good. you. Awesome. Thank you. And we just finished our axe throwing. Ex- oh, <laughs> as you can hear, it's still going. It's still going. We're done though. We, we each threw a couple. Uh, it was thrilling. The guys are guys are taking some final rounds here, so you're gonna hear it. Jeez, Nate keeps hitting the ones that they're like, oh, no way. Cody just got a four. Nice. Almost a bullseye. Very close. I got a four on my last one. I, I think I got a four. I got a three or four on my last one. I can't remember. Well, we look at the pictures. There are pictures of us doing this. There's a couple of videos. We're going to throw those up on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. That still exists? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so take it, check it out there. Yeah. So I had fun. Yeah, that was great. I'd definitely, definitely try it again. I think it'd be super fun with a bunch of people, a little party, birthday party. Actually parties, keeping track. Like a bachelorette party. Yeah. It's almost like going bowling, but instead of bowling, you get to throw axes at stuff, which is 
so much more fun in my opinion. The only so. difference is there's a part of bowling where I'm good and I'm not very good. <laughs> it's still fun though alright so that has been Blacklist Brewing Company and our super fun axe throwing and amazing seltzer and beer flight yeah get the hibiscus get the hibiscus we're gonna get go, the hibiscus we're gonna go order a whole glass <laughs> and I don't drink so this is <laughs> that's saying something about me alright about that because of me anyway whatever I've, I've had too much to drink now it's time to go And so that concludes our first two Duluth breweries that are part of our North Shore Breweries series. As far as how it went, I will say I think both of us liked a lot of the beverages that we tried over yeah. the course of that three days, but I mm -hmm. think our favorite is the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So obviously it's the it was the hibiscus, right? Oh yeah, the hibiscus. The hibiscus from Blacklist Brewery. Not the greatest, but Oh yeah, don't inhale when you So drink. flavorful, yeah. If you're me, that's an issue because I have to smell everything before I drink it, but it tastes fantastic. So neither of us are huge beer drinkers, so take all of this of course with that in mind because if you are a huge beer drinker, you're probably scoffing at our <laughs> fangirling over hibiscus seltzer. We, we, we apologize own. for that. But uh, so these first two breweries were both very distinct and different. Canal Park is a family friendly, full restaurant in Canal Park on the Duluth Lake Walk with Lake Spear in the background. Uh, has again a full kitchen, full menu. It's got a gift shop, so it's kind of more of a, I would say, a larger, more established brewery. I don't know, creates the the canal park experience. It for me it gives more of the restaurant vibe than a brewery, brewery vibe. Yeah, yep. But it's bigger, so it's kind yeah. of. But yeah, it's it definitely feels more like a restaurant. Although they do have live music and they do attend events and have events and things like that, which is really fun, especially in the summertime, as you're just strolling down the lake walk and right. to hear music. They have a really great location oh. right there on the lake. Yeah, and that fire pit out there in the winter time, like bravo, good job, Canal Park. Hopping over to Blacklist, I definitely felt like it had more of like the downtown Duluth vibe. It was pet friendly, and we spent. <laughs> Almost so much time so playing much with the time. dog. There was two were, puppies. Were those two puppies from the same? Yes. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if we ever confirmed that, but they those dogs were like twins. I think what was happening was somebody was uh, like a breeder or somebody like that was rehoming. Oh gosh, I, what, what's Beethoven? What kind of dog is Beethoven? The big big dogs, big boys. I don't remember. Anyway, there were these two puppies. That were like twice the size of my uh, Dachshund Jack Russell Terrier mix. And they were baby, baby puppies mm -hmm. just going to their new homes. So I think that's why they were both there and then kind of with different people at yeah. part of the time. And then they had who I think was the dad, maybe, or just another dog that they had. Full grown adult, size of a small horse. 
Oh, that dog was nearly as tall as me, not even standing, like, <laughs> fully up on its legs. It was insane. He, like, stood next to me, and I didn't have to, like, I started petting him, and I didn't have to, like, bend over at all. Yeah. He was just there, and I was just petting his head, and his head was, like, Yeah, the my, dog's head yeah. was, like, belly button, belly button level. <laughs> level for me, like, right, right there. Like, the dog bumped me, and I don't think there were any kids in there while we were I don't were think there. there are any kids now. So I was like confused. I thought somebody poked me and I look over and it's just this huge big dog. And he was big black dog and he was so beautiful. So that was fun because we got to watch puppies play which who can complain about <laughs> sitting there drinking a hibiscus seltzer while watching puppies play. Uh, they had board games, uh, beautiful bright like room you can sit in yeah, order food open. yeah and then of course reserve your axe throwing time you do have to i believe book ahead in advance i don't think you can just walk in unless they happen to have an opening but when we went they were booked and they actually snuck us in after it closed in order for us to do this feature so keep that in mind it's something you want to plan ahead for a little tiny bit get your group together and maybe uber eats or DoorDash your favorite food from all over downtown duluth and canal park mm -hmm. right to blacklist where you can sit down with some delicious beers and seltzers throw some axes eat some great food and have a great time and maybe you will be lucky enough <laughs> to have puppies there to watch i do like that a lot more restaurants and breweries and stuff is coming around to being more pet friendly mm -hmm. because people traveling with their pets is such a huge oh, thing yeah. now especially you know they you not trauma bonded but like <laughs> there are some that are and are that's so important. attached to their people because they're like um excuse me i had you for a whole year <laughs> home <years>. every day <laughs> and now you think you can just leave me like no it's not okay yeah I know you're projecting your cat's feelings. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do I agree. I, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I can't imagine. I do agree that it's super nice to have a pet-friendly place. I will say Canal Park was also pet-friendly on the outside, so they had that yeah. patio area, yep. and those people, there was a oh, couple. Oh, yeah, there were two dogs out yep, there. And we were watching them play, too. Man, I just, anywhere that has dogs, just put dogs wherever you are, and I'll be happy, and I'll rave about it. Especially if there's alcohol involved. So now there are going to be a few more episodes in this series. So stay tuned because coming up next, we'll have two more of Duluth's wonderful breweries featured in our next episode. Until then, I'm Jay. And I'm Martha. And this is Exploring the North Shore.